0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Passionate DJ Podcast. I'm your host, David Michael. With me virtually over the web, uh, quarantined over somewhere else, is my co-host, Mo Dingo.
1: What is up, Passionate DJ Nation? Good Good, to see
0: y'all. Good to hear from you, my friend. Uh, We brought you in today because we wanted to talk about workout tunes. And, you know, this is kind of a time where uh, most people are at home. I'm sure that a lot of people kind of are working on their own workout routines and stuff, but you obviously have a unique perspective on this, Mo, because uh, this is kind of, this is an intersection of your wheelhouses, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, this is probably one of those kind of crossover almost episodes that uh, we could uh, probably cross promote uh, between this and your your other podcast, uh, One More Rep. Sure. Um, because we, we both like to talk about the psychology of, of music and how it affects things, including, uh, uh, a workout session, you know, heart rate, um, all, all that kind of stuff, similar to the way that we talk about the psychology of the dance floor. So, um, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about workout tunes. And since, uh, you're at home and can't, you know, really leave and do all the fun things of spring um, is like... Your personal workout routine is that uh, coming into play here, or are we talking more about the the DJ side of things?
1: Well, as far as the music, I kind of um, it's it's a mixture of both. Some of it is from the angle of like what I would play at an event, but also okay. that's a lot of it is based off of what I would want to hear as um someone competing or just someone. If I were if I were to have a DJ playing in my gym, like these are the types of things I'd want to hear, depending on the style of um exercise or workout that I'm doing.
0: Okay, so I had you send me an email, and you kind of grouped some, some tracks together, mm-hmm. and um, so kind of where do you want to start with this um, as far, like, are we talking about energy level, or what's, uh, what's the approach that you take when you go, I, I guess we should lay a little bit of groundwork before we start playing tracks um, for yeah. those who are newer to the show, um, yeah, Mo, that's probably a good idea. It, is in terms of like
1: a why and what, like the psychology, like we talk about, you know, with this show, a lot of it has to do with psychology. Yeah. Um, so Mo, t- tell us. DJ's amateur psychologist, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then as a fitness coach, I am a also an amateur amateur psychologist. So I'm like a double double minor amateur psychologist, I guess. Right. So um, so
0: why are we talking to you about this uh, and introduce uh, you know somebody who's new to the show? Um, Okay. Why this is particularly relevant to you?
1: Yeah. So for me, this particular episode, if you're new to the show, um, the angle that I bring a lot of work and a lot of perspective to to the show is from the mobile perspective, and within that, a lot of the gigs that I do um, are either are sports related, uh, primarily between uh, high school football and um, CrossFit or functional fitness, high intensity interval training, that sort of thing. But the stuff you see on ESPN the CrossFit games. And that's where a lot of my gigs come from. Um, so why is that important music and and working out for me personally, depending on the type of workout that I'm doing kind of has an impact on the type of music I want to hear. And the, for instance I give is like, if I'm trying to lift something really heavy one or two times, I don't want to hear Enya. you know, I need something with a little more aggression to it, something to kind of, uh, get me a a little amped up to perform that particular type of work. But conversely, like if I have 20 minutes worth of work to do with a medium sized weight, like I don't want to hear like a happy hardcore or like, you know, really fast techno or something like that. I need something to kind of get me through that grind. Okay. And then if I have something where it requires me to do a lot of work in a really short period of time, that's where I need that. Like, you know, that Pantera, that, you know, really heavy, (laughs) Uh, fast rock or something like that so
0: okay so um our, the first thing that you put on the list was uh, highly suspect mm-hmm. uh lydia and so is is this uh you said something about uh in the line before this in the email you said if the workout involves strength heavy mm-hmm. weights with low reps i tend to go the rock direction so mm-hmm. we're going to start with some some rock tracks and that's I mean that that makes sense right like rock r- rock is workout music if i ever heard yeah. it <laughs> yeah yeah
1: for the most part yeah, yeah. If, if you're um if you if you're someone who's new to fitness and you're or someone who doesn't really pick a lot of, you know, doesn't really care a lot about their music i bet you most people would prefer to listen to some sort of rock or um uh something a little bit more aggressive or uh, powerful i guess maybe for lack of a better term yeah and um this is where the, i kind of put this in the strength pile So what I mean by a strength workout is like your typical uh, gym bro sesh, uh, sesh where you're doing, you know, back and by, chest and try, skipping leg day. But, (laughs) you know, you want to, you're developing strength, so you're doing like low reps. And when I say low reps, it's like under 10 repetitions of a high percentage of whatever weight for that movement. So if you're doing bench press, you know, you're probably doing like five bench presses at about, you know, 90% of whatever your maximum ability to push that weight is. And that's where these songs kind of come in for me.
0: All right, folks. So we're going to dive into the head of DJ Mo Dingo, fitness coach Mo Dingo, and see where this stuff uh, intersects in his brain. So we're going to start with uh, the title of the song, Lydia by Highly Suspect.
1: Kind of listen to the wrist, but as you listen to the lyrics, you know, it's like, ocean, kind a of a, has a very soulful, soulful feel to it. Ironically, the lead singer of this band, a highly suspect, uh, he also DJs and he goes by the name <laughs> Terrible Johnny oh wow and he's done residencies out in vegas a few times
0: huh how about that so one thing i want to point out is even though we're starting with rock we're starting with energy but we're not necessarily starting with high tempo Mm Um, and I imagine that there's, a, that's intentional. I mean, cause you don't, you Correct. probably don't want to go <clears throat> running right out of the gate with, you know, just like when you're on a dance floor, you don't usually come out with your hardest banger tunes, you know, track one, oh, 9 me. PM, you know, bef- doors unlock, click and you're out the gate. Yeah.
1: And, and that's exactly the, um, the kind of vibe that I'm going for right there. Like you said, you know, slow, um, uh, and just because at this point, like if I'm doing these strength workouts, like I said, I'm only lifting this weight a couple times, taking a, a long break, and then coming back and attacking that bar again. So I need something kind of slow, methodical. Um, de- definitely not playing anything 128 beats a minute at this point. <laughs> Black Like your typical breakdown in a rock side. <laughs> it's a like very soulful. Tell me what's worse than this. What's worse is all the cold The ice that numbs my throat. If only for the night. My muscles will contract, your bones will crack. It's just a fact, cause I am here to win this fight. I can't fucking breathe!
0: So it makes sense. So this is kind of, you know, like a lot of rock songs, this could be a a sort of tension release sort Mm. of track, um, Mm. which I'm sure you take full advantage of when you're thinking of music in this way.
1: Yeah. For the next track, when we also talk about BPM, um, sometimes you need that aggression that comes with rock to kind of get you amped up to, you know, lift that bar one or two times. So we're going a little bit different with the next one. Um, after this. So this next Light. one is uh, Keep Talking About Love by Van Halen. Old classic hair metal uh, 80s track. Uh, a lot faster than the previous track. But it to, again still trying to elicit that same response where you're just getting amped to lift something one or two times. For for rock it's kind of fast I guess. But when we're talking about dance music it's not, not quite there. So,
0: so this is uh, Ain't Talking About Love right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just for the record, this is the 2015 uh, remastered version of uh, that Van Halen Ain't Talking About Love.
1: So there's a lot of people uh, that are familiar with the Miami bass sound that are gonna hear that guitar riff, and that is <laughs> from a two-life crew song, the Blank John. Yep.
0: Let's
1: see, a little bit more up-tempo.
0: Yeah, a like little bit. Still not kinda
1: of crossing that threshold of you know, like thrash metal or anything like that. You can feel it, right? Say that again. I said skinny jeans, a mesh, a mesh tank top, and, and a mullet. That's that's what this screams right here. That's right.
0: <laughs> I already drive the mullet car. It's a newer version it's of the mullet, mullet car.
1: Yeah, it, good old Trans Am. Mullet was a vehicle. Trans Am. <laughs>
0: Yeah, speaking of that, Van Halen just kind of it—it screams driving music to me. Even though it's a little like I never really grew up listening to Van Halen, and and I've never followed him a whole lot, but anytime I hear it, I'm
1: like, this is driving music. It, it's funny, like, but for me, like, this is workout music. Like, I could probably yeah. listen to that album, 1984. I believe that's what this—the album this came off of—and I could do a complete workout to that because that's like that takes me back to. Um, like I said, doing those bro sessions when I was in junior high and high school. May I stood and looked down? You know, I lost a lot of friends there, baby. I got no time to mess around. Mm-hmm. So if you want it, got gotcha to breathe, boy, baby. Got to breathe, baby.
0: Mm-hmm. You got gotcha, to gotcha breathe, baby. Yeah, man. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. Mm
1: hmm. So, you know, same but different when it comes to the tempo.
0: Do you find that steadiness of tempo is important in that sense? Like, I, I feel like maybe I get too hung up on that because I, like, I used to get hung up on that for fashion shows where mm-hmm. I'd be like, I, they're supposed to be stepping almost like to a march in, in my head. And so I don't want to, like, mess them up. Like, I like I don't think if I change the tempo, they're going to, like, trip and fall. and It's going to be like some weird cartoon moment or something, but... Um, I don't know, does that even come into play when working out or is it pretty much just keeping like an overall like average energy level?
1: (laughs) So, um, for me, again, if it's me individually, just listening to it, um, the tempo doesn't really make that much of a difference, but when I'm DJing an event, like especially CrossFit, uh, when you get those longer workouts and when I say longer, it's like if they're asking the athletes to do work for longer than a period of like 12 minutes, that's where I like to, um, take the tempo and BPM into consideration. Okay. Because, um, and we'll go a little bit into that when, uh, I think we get to the next section here of songs that I picked out.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned in this next section and and we're definitely going a different direction with, with the music. Um, you say something that's long and grinding small amounts of work over a longer period of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, so these are tracks that you would play when you need something kind of steady. Mm -hmm. Um, describe a scenario where you might need something kind of steady in a, in a gym kind of environment.
1: So, um, for people that, uh, don't necessarily do CrossFit, this is where I would uh, think about like a group fitness class, like a step aerobics class or Zumba or some sort of like a group physical training session where you're having to do work for like 20 minutes, you know, and you just kind of want to keep a steady rhythm, you know, where your coach will say, I want you to do these four things. As many times as you can, you know, in sets of 10 or whatever for a 20 minute period. And you just kind of keep going round and round. And that's what I mean by like those longer grinding small amount of work for a long period.
0: Got it. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, this, uh, when you put it in that context, I I see what you're saying. So, this, I'll let you introduce this next track, um, though I will uh, say one thing to introduce it. Uh, This is the part where we have to say uh, explicit content.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so this next track um, is by the ghetto boys um and it's if you know the ghetto boys from like the 90s this is a little bit different uh style of track um that came out i want to say like the mid to late uh 2000s um a little bit uh just a little bit different but still has that ghetto boys vibe to it and it's called the g-code I stop. I'll be another nigga, headed to heaven, hanging with pop. These motherfuckers look at me like I'm a slanger, making threats to my family dog. I'm in danger. Who do you call when these agents want you dead and they hit these penitential reasons? They just make a pledge so I can conduct the fed. All my homies stuck out on indictments, caught up on the phone, talking prices, twenty five with life's the mandatory minimum. My whole community
0: It has it's a strong downbeat, like, yeah the one is just really steady I mean that, that makes sense and this it's a tempo that is just uh, when you say grind I see what you mean like it just you can keep a pace with this kind of song it's, yeah, it's exactly. right in the pocket for that
1: like so even something like running you know for short distances you know you could kind of use that to keep mm-hmm. the cadence but also like I said if you're familiar with the ghetto boys uh, this is a little bit of a departure from the musically from the sound right. you're used to hearing from them but when you listen to the content, it's still very much, you know, that Houston. You know. Uh uh that Houston sound. We don't make a peace bond. We ain't trusted in the judicial system we shoot. Guns. we rely
0: on the streets we do battle in the hood? I was born in the G code, embedded in my blood. See, I'll be on some
1: street shit, don't talk to police. I won't accept a visit from agents who wanna see if I got shit to say about a nigga case. I'm a motherfucking nigga to win through I engage. Small amount of work, long period of time, just trying to get yourself into a rhythm, so that way you can get through that, you know, twenty or thirty minutes, um, grinding at it, grinding it out.
0: And so the the other track in this category, the, this was a cool pick. I had, actually had to dig this one up. I couldn't find it on. Yeah, here we go. So this, uh, yeah, this next track is. Um, I, I wasn't familiar with it by name. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely I- introduce the uh, the King B track. Okay,
1: yeah, um, King B backed by Dope Demand. This is like an old school track I remember from high school in the early '90s. Um, but something that's always been steady uh, in my playlists, especially when it comes to these longer, you know, the, these longer workouts, these uh, conditioning style type of workouts.
0: <laughs> Someone in a YouTube comment said the song is so '90s, my shirt just changed colors. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's awesome.
1: Uh, So if you watch the video, it's like it screams, you know, stereotypical. Oh yeah, uh, hip hop.
0: (laughs) All right, this is backed by Dope Demand by King B. And if nothing else, you'll recognize the drum
1: loop. Cold from a skin to
0: bubble on a storm like nothing you ever know. Freeze it off a microphone like nothing ever shown Cause every tone I kill and then I chill still. What is left is what I like if you don't agree. Cause I ain't got time to play with you. Say that again, I'm sorry to really say about his nineties. Yeah, and you know, there's. This is a style of of rap that is totally lost to time. It's just totally like deadpan, like straight ahead delivery. I don't know. It's it's hard to describe, but it's it's very simple. But it's just you don't hear it like this anymore.
1: No. Yeah, but, uh, yeah I guess concise. I think is probably a good uh, good way to put it.
0: Yeah, and I like his just kind of like his demeanor. I guess is very laid it's back kind of monotone-ish but yeah. very
1: direct and very you know it's very it stays at a certain uh, level the entire time it,
0: it's a cool look because it's like i i got this he's like dusting <laughs> off his shoulders Com- but it still yeah, hits confidence yeah yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: Sorry. Say again. It's hard for me to hear when it's turned up.
1: Have you heard this track before? I put it on this list.
0: You know, it's one of those things that it's like I think so, but the the drum loop is so in my head that I'm just mm-hmm. I might be associating it with other. Yeah,
1: it, it, it's easy to just like I said, mistake for. Um, certain 90s hip-hop.
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't stay... Like, I don't remember the, uh, the hook or anything. Uh-huh. But I like it. So we've uh, we've talked about this on the show before, but um, at least I know from the perspective of um, sporting events, uh, games and stuff. Mm. But um, how much does like the the, the technical aspects of mixing or like how much do you get into um, loops or remix decks or stems or effects or anything other than making one song play after another? does how much does that come into play in the gym if at all
1: so for um for for the gym for the crossfit stuff uh when the so to give some context in crossfit uh usually when you go to a competition you probably average maybe about four or five workouts um some of them will be very short like i said less eight minutes or less some will be you know maybe right around 10 to 12 minutes, and then you might have one event that's like 20 minutes long. So um, for those, those shorter, you know, the 10 minutes or less ones, I don't really spend a lot of time quote DJing. You know, a lot of it is just selecting appropriate tracks uh, to try and help the athletes maintain a rhythm or cadence. But when it comes to those longer ones, like 20 minutes or so, that's where I actually go. And I'll take the time to like do some mixing and fading Hmm. And uh, using effects and things like that because it's, you know, it's a mini set at that point. Yeah, you kind of um, go into freestyle you know, mode then. Correct, and then uh, you figure for any competition, there's going to be anywhere from like, you know, maybe six heats of athletes doing that same work. You know, one after you know back to back to back to back with maybe like a two or three minute um, uh, interval in order to get the new athletes on the on the um, competition floor and get the old ones off. So, um that gives me a chance to like do some DJ stuff, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, and then also usually with those longer tracks, it gives me um, some chance, uh, opportunities to expose people to music that they otherwise wouldn't have heard. You know, most CrossFit athletes don't listen to, you know, house or electronic music and things like that. But um, when you look at a 20 minute workout, that's a perfect time to blend like three house tracks together or some sort of house remix or edit. So I take that as a um, as a teaching moment, I guess, to expose people to music that they might not otherwise have heard.
0: So this next track is kind of a, how would you even describe it at least here in the States? kind of a crossover cult classic, like, was it mainstream? Was it not mainstream? I mean, this definitely crossed over. Um, I guess if you're of of a certain age, you'll remember this track, uh, especially yeah, if you were into dance music.
1: Time, so I don't know. Was this was this track on the radio?
0: I, I think it was. But, I it, you know, it's one of those things that I don't know if people really would like say, oh, this is such and such track by. You know what I mean? I don't know if it had that the artist recognition. Yeah. Um, anyhow. It
1: on, it, but it had some rotation on MTV, I believe.
0: Yeah. And it was on this some. Group did, I'm pretty confident. It was on some video games and some movies and
1: stuff, okay. too, which gave it a lot of exposure. Oh, uh, yeah, good point. Yeah, so this next track that uh, we're not quite sure how much popularity it achieved, <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely one that, uh, like I said, is in, in a steady rotation in, in most of my workout playlists, is "Name of the Game by the Crystal Method. A lot of people just went, "Oh, right." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but even if they don't know the name, they know that those first right, uh, those first two bars. I'm gonna squeeze it in like t- uh, towards the latter part of that 20 minutes, because you're just like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just got real, you know. It'll kind of give you a little bit of an energy boost, you know, as, as you're trying to get through that last section of the workout.
0: This is from the album Tweak End. at this time um you know americans weren't really hip to uh, electronic you know music and and it hadn't really crossed over into pop culture the way that it, it did in other places like the uk and and stuff so um at, at this period of time we started getting introduced to it by names like crystal method prodigy um moby you know artists like that which were semi-mainstream like you recognize them they made it on mtv or something like that um and that was kind of like kind of came at the maybe towards the peak or end of the rave era and before the kind of festival thing really blew up that was this hmm. was the kind of electronic music i feel that that americans were consuming at the
1: time yeah that um what um you you gave it a, a name whoops big beat big beat yeah 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 definitely uh, put all those guys you know in a very tight wheelhouse together
0: a little chill break there Mm -hmm. yeah excellent pick now um, this this next this one
1: talking, like we were talking about in movies and stuff like that, I think it was in the Resident Evil movie. Oh, was it? Um yeah. And I don't a couple of uh like regular uh, you know, like some T V shows that you know, I remember hearing it like uh, N C I S, they were always pretty good for Throwing some contemporary tracks in there just like as kind of background music and stuff like
0: that I feel like it was in some of those like kind of quasi sci-fi like like swordfish oh, uh, blade or yeah okay yeah blade yeah.
1: two I think it was in there, there for their, um, as part of their trailers
0: this next one that you put on the list I I, I actually added two versions because I th- I think that you mean the revisited version because there's two that come on the album on the okay so this Where's is a like a hip-hop track and the one that i that i recognize is the one that says revisited so but uh yeah this this next track uh another one that a lot of people especially uh younger people they might not recognize the title but then they'll hear it and go oh
1: yeah 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 for sure yeah the, it's, it was those hamsters man it was the hamsters
0: <laughs> i was <laughs> waiting for it <laughs> was it kia yeah, Kia. The Kia Soul, or or whatever they were yeah, selling at the time. Like
1: but they uh, they burst some life back into this. Well, I won't say for me they burst some life in, but for a new generation of of music listeners, it, that that commercial really did help uh, with this song getting some resurgence. But for me, like now, nah, this is a staple from my youth.
0: So this is "The Choice Is Yours" by Black Sheep.
1: In this beginning. Another real classic. Yeah. Who's the black sheep? Uh-huh. the black sheep? That uh, the chorus part, and I'll put it into a loop on my F my Tractor F one, and like this is like a good first down song.
0: Okay, nice. This is from the album uh, A Wolf in Sheep's Clothing, uh, nineteen ninety one. If you haven't recognized it yet, you'll recognize it here, right here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I yeah, I got three more minutes. I, I can get through this. Yeah.
0: And then just uh, to show you the other version that was on the, the album, this is the uh, original, apparently. It's a little different beat. Tonight,
1: you know what I'm saying? Yo, Black, I'm not playing. Me.
0: Yeah, so these are all in the the category of those things that you need kind of a steady, kind of tempo going, um,
1: steady grinding pace. Just you know, you got a a little a lot of work to do in small chunks over a really long period of time.
0: So then I think we should wrap up with the the intensity uh, selections. I mean, how how do you first of all how do you how do you choose when to do the most intense things? Is that usually kind of laid out for you by the workout routine that's kind of already pre-chosen or do mm-hmm. you have some say in that? Do you kind of direct that with the music?
1: Well, n- what what I do is um, whoever the competition director is, I'll get with them, you know, as, as early as possible and I'll ask them for the workouts. Now, generally with these types of competitions, the athletes don't know the workouts till like a week or so before. So they have to give it to me with confidence and I, I'm obviously not going to relay any of this information and some of them get confused when I ask for that but then when I explain to them why I want to see the workouts it's so I can create a a template for the types of music I want to play based on the work that they're asking the athletes to do.
0: I'd imagine they really appreciate that once they realize that that's why you ask.
1: Well a lot of them if they've never worked with me before they've never seen my work they don't really understand until it's game time. And then after the fact, you know, when everything's over and the dust settled and I'm packing up, they're like, man, I really appreciate what you did because normally it's just them with an iPad just picking tracks at random and playing. But when I come in there, that's one less thing they have to worry about. Mm. Um, You know, know, about, like I said, 99% of what I play is clean tracks. So that's one more thing. They don't have to be concerned about like running to the iPad and switching the song in the middle of a workout, which one athlete might really like and, mother, and another athlete might not even notice. But there are some people that will say that music has a huge impact on their ability to exercise. I'm kind of one way or the other, but um, the last thing you want someone to complain about at your competition when you have hundreds of athletes there is the music. Mm. So just much like with the wedding scene, you know, I, I take a lot of time and care in trying to provide a an experience for the athletes uh, to enhance their 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 athletic experience, you know, I want to give them a good musical experience too.
0: So uh, the, it, we're we're definitely going to go back to rock for the the intense uh, section here. This next track that you brought in, actually, um, I, I hate to keep bringing it back there, but it it brings me back to cars. But there's actually a specific reason this uh, particular track back when i was kind of first getting into the the car scene as a as an enthusiast mm-hmm. this song like pre-youtube days and all that this song was used on so many like burnout videos and like mm, early really. drifting and donuts and you know especially stuff with the mustangs and camaros and those and, and chargers and and stuff like that um, it was this song came up a lot so it it's one of those like memory association things for me and the um, interesting
1: thing for that is when I bought my first WRX. This was the first CD I bought. <laughs> nice. And it was sitting. It was number. It was the first song I ever played in that car while I was driving to Las Vegas, like a few hours after I bought it, because <laughs> I had to go to a, a course up there, and you know, just you know, spur of the moment purchase. And I had nothing else to do. Um, You're
0: like a pre-vaping era Subaru owner. <laughs> 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 Not me. I had to learn how to vape when I got mine. <laughs> so but yeah
1: this next track um uh, click click boom by saliva so now even on, though come on. Come on, come on. even though the the bpm isn't super high the intensity is a lot higher. definitely up there
0: yeah i'm just seeing burnouts in slow motion man i can't get it out of my head ever see people getting like like too intense or too angry and you're like "Ooh, i better like but Um, the person's gonna hurt themselves (laughs)
1: before i started curating my music based off what the workout was i have noticed a few times where i felt like the music i was playing was influencing their behavior meaning that you know i play something like this um and they go a little bit too hard too quick and then you slowly see them taper off (laughs) Mm. through the course of the workout Uh, Now, whether or not I had any influence over that, I'll never know, because I never did talk to that person. (laughs) But um, I wouldn't I would hate to think that I caused someone to flame out too quickly. Yeah. Um, So that's why I've kind of been very judicious about, you know, the tempo, the BPM, the energy that I play um, during certain workouts.
0: It's only slightly different than the version I remember hearing on the radio, mm. <laughs> lyrically. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh yeah. Um, and then uh, I know I've talked about this before on the show, but generally when it comes to these type of workouts, and I refer to them as hurricane workouts, meaning like they, you know, they're short, they're come, it's super intense, you know, less than five minutes, of, you know, of going at ninety percent of whatever your capability is, um, and just kind of in- encapsulating that so that way by the time it's it's over, you're like, wow, that was quick you know, but you're just, you're on the floor, you're gasping for air, um, and that's chi- kind of the um, emotion I'm trying to elicit from this, and most of these are rock songs, and and what I was getting at uh, previously is, like, these are kind of hard to mix, um, because the, right. the key, the tempo, the energy, but more importantly, is there, it's an actual human drummer, you know, most of the time, so trying to sync up beats right. is kind of, pointless <laughs> so a lot of these tracks are like just slamming faders
0: yeah you, you just kind of like cross or or yeah. filter out or or whatever and yeah get get there quickly <laughs> yeah exactly
1: yeah. just keep the music going
0: uh so this next track um this is uh actually a favorite of mine this is one of my favorite rock slash
1: metal bands um mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and introduce that next one uh, this next one. Speaking of burnout videos, <laughs> uh, the video for this actually was like a right. a a, a, uh, a compilation of burnout videos and stuff like that. It kind of remind it, they try to make it look like an old like fifties, uh, sixties, just like a, you know, drive fast cars, really dangerous type movie. But um, it's Fueled by Metallica.
0: Yeah, and this is from uh, was this from load or this is from reload? Yeah, yeah uh, fuel by Metallica. Yeah, it doesn't waste any time. So Metallica has always caught a lot of flack for basically everything from Black Album on um, for insert your reason here, sell out or blah, 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 mixing, mix down, (laughs) whatever. So uh, Load, Reload, Garage Inc., that era through the 90s, um, a lot of old Metallica fans weren't really giving them love anymore. but. I mean, they missed out on some of these real, like, super energy songs. If that's what you're looking for,
1: it's there. Fuel is a great example of that. Yeah. Uh, after the Black album, they, they definitely did go in a different direction. And for me, that was my first exposure to them, was Black. Right. So when these other albums, Loaded Reload, and all that stuff came in, I was like, this isn't the Black album. But I don't think they were trying to recreate the Black album either. And I but think people clever. who got
0: the, the Black Album said, this isn't Master of Puppets or Ride the Lightning. Yeah, or exactly. Yeah, It just depends on when you found yeah. it.
1: And, and Metallica is one of those bands who have, who have evolved over the time. Mm-hmm. So I think your vision of what Metallica is depends on which album you first encountered. Absolutely. That. Because I would argue that newer fans that, that were introduced to the Loaded Reloaded will look back on those you know Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning, black album look out I was like man what, what is this stuff
0: that was like you 80s know? hair metal like what's that
1: <laughs> yeah if you've never seen the video before it's great
0: yeah Yo, <laughs> that one makes me want to work out. I'm terrible at working out, and I'm already like, I'm gonna do some push-ups, and I'm gonna do yeah, some. <laughs> heart rate's getting up. <laughs> All right, we have one last track. This is also in the in the vein of uh, energetic rock. Yeah. Um, Go ahead and. Uh, Tell us why you brought this track in to uh, round it out.
1: For this one, it's just the. I think a lot of it has to do with the drum work, um, that kind of where I get the energy from. But also, like, the song I kind of feel almost tells a story a little bit, you know, about taking yourself to a place where, like, you probably shouldn't go, (laughs) but you want to go. And along with those workouts, it's like, like I said, you're at that 90%, you're at that red line, but there's one guy next to you who's one rep ahead of you. You know, so you got to push that much higher and take yourself to a different place.
0: Just one more rep. Just one more rep. (laughs) Just (laughs) one more.
1: (laughs) But um, I guess kind of continuing the theme of uh, uh, 80s hair metal, um, close it out with Wild Side by Motley Crue. ¶¶
0: This is from the album Girls, 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 which I have as 1987. Does that sound right to you?
1: Yeah. Um, and if you've ever seen the video, or if you've not seen the video, this is the one where Tommy Lee has that drum set that uh, rotates over the stage. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I could almost see this as a kind of like drive them home kind of song. Like, you're almost there, guys. Yeah, Just come on. You're almost. This is like the almost like the final countdown kind of like this is your montage song, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, If you haven't caught it, though, uh, since a lot of it seemed to have a lot of extra time on your hands, definitely check out that Netflix biopic, The Dirt. The Dirt. I really enjoyed it as a fan of Motley Crue and a a child of the 80s.
0: Well, Mr. Dingo, these are some excellent picks. I think this um, is going to help give our audience some ideas for building their own workout playlist, which they may be in some dire need of refreshing, um, being that uh, a lot of people have some time on their hands. Do you have any other final sort of, um, I don't know, workout tips or any maybe some runners-up songs, tracks that you couldn't bring in? Um, Um, Any final thoughts you want to share with the the audience?
1: Yeah, there were actually a lot of tracks, but we had to kind of – curate this playlist so that would be youtube friendly um so that way you guys could enjoy this on video or audio depending on um what you like to do but um or however you consume our content but uh one of the ones that i really wanted to put on here especially for that strength part was um notorious bib give me the loot that's like one of my all-time if i gotta get some weight up that i've not done before if i'm trying to establish something new like that's one song that's one track that just gets me Gets me fired up. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Yeah. Um, Psychosocial by Slipknot. Walk by Pantera. I mean, that's a classic. Mm. Um, Destroyer by Static X. Um, another good one. Like, got to get that weight up. Is a uh, blow money fast by Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just that real heavy, you know, good stuff. And then, um, one uh, that I that I like a lot for that strength piece, but might seem a little odd to some people, is um, fully alive by Flyleaf. Okay, yeah, it's one of my it's one of my favorite and it's it's a really favorite of mine. It's from a few years back. Away. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, just you know, like I said, getting really even though they're like a Christian rock band, mm-hmm. but like that one, <laughs> that one track like really gets me hyped up dude. <laughs> <laughs> and the lead singer, she's got this like really ethereal like feminine voice, but she can get real dirty real quick. Yeah, it just like it, it gets me hyped, man. <laughs> But as far as the, um, from the musical standpoint, um, I'll give David the link, uh, I have about six hours worth of workout mixes, you guys are more than welcome to to, uh, to utilize, please share them with your friends, I know uh, this time, you know, people are, <laughs> or if we find ourselves in a new situation where we might not have exposure to the resources that we normally have, I just happen to have a bunch of curated mixes that I've uh, had uh, pre-existing for use for all my friends and. You guys are part of the family, so please feel free to use those. And also, if you have any questions about um, exercise or fitness, um, definitely hit me up. I'm an open book. You know, I'll, I'll do what I can to help you at least point you in the right direction. You know, I'm, I'm not going to help you run a marathon, but I can definitely help you uh, with the resources just to get started with whatever you have in your house currently. And um, along with, uh, you know, that social, you know, the aspect with your family, and you can get on zoom or facebook or you can use your phones and talk to your family but i'm a firm believer that that um, physical fitness part is going to be huge for all of us to get through the challenges that we're currently faced with Um, because we're all going through this together and um, if i can help you put together 20 minutes worth of exercise to get your body working and help get your mind clear then you know please hit me up for sure
0: Mo, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with the audience and letting us uh, kind of dive into your head for uh, this past episode. Uh, we'll go ahead and send out with this uh, Motley Crew track, but you go ahead, man, and just take care of yourself over there. Take care of your family. Uh, you as well. Yeah, stay safe out there, buddy. Uh, love you, and we love you guys out there. Keep on spinning.
1: Love you guys, Passion DJ Nation. Wash your damn hands.